0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief market recap based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward. Over the weekend, a 90-day agreement was reached between the U.S. and China, sending U.S. and global futures soaring through the weekend. Uh, Here are some quick hitters here from the G20 and U.S.-China agreement from this weekend. Starting with the US will no longer uh, plan to increase tariffs on January 1st. The US will hold off on all additional tariffs. Uh, China agreed to purchase a significant amount of products from the United States. Uh, China has already committed to opening their markets to the US and global business, and China will crack down on fentanyl production, making it illegal and punishable by the maximum amount under law. Fentanyl, one that's been huge here in the United States, uh, rest in peace to many of our celebrities, including Tom Petty and Mac Miller and others, um, but there is much more to cover here. However, we like what we've been hearing, we'll report on it more as these uh, trade talks continue, and... We, while we do not see this as the end of this trade dispute, we see it as a good start. Our read is that this 90-day provision was meant to satisfy the markets and those that took issue with the trade tariffs uh, to, uh, to relieve a little bit of that pressure, but this will take a little bit longer to work out. Uh, so what a week it was for good news. Uh, now, in just the last week, we have seen the two uh, two of the market's biggest fears being quelled, and we have to say, if you've been tuning in here, that you've heard us talk about both of these things at length here on the podcast. First, we called for a reduced interest rate pressure from the Fed. As we've explained here at length, the Fed's rate hike policy, raising rates eight, to- eight straight times, is a major reason we had our recent pause And as we're hearing from Jay Powell now, there will still likely be a December rate hike. However, the market has already fully priced that in as we see it. And 2019 could look very different from Fed policy as they should be easing off of the raising rate hikes. Uh, The second major fear, again, was the global trade tensions that I mentioned earlier. Now, as these two key issues look to have been handled, or at least beginning to be handled, here's our playbook into the end of 2019. This market correction is over. We just saw the lows on the year. The year-end rally is just about to begin and extend into 2019. Global markets, which have been beaten up badly, will finally begin to come back. Think emerging markets in China, and we are about to see U.S. and global markets soar. Let's remember these most important analytics that we reference here a lot. Uh, and some other reasons why we're compelled to believe that this market is heading higher the markets love a split congress the markets love gridlock since 1928 stocks have produced an average return of 12 percent in years when a republican president has held office and the congress was split as it is right now but it gets better in midterm election years which we're in right now with a split presidency in congress uh In midterm election years, stocks, the S&P 500, has gained an average of 20%. Since 1946 in midterm years, the S&P 500 has been higher 18 out of 18 times. Yes, that you're hearing me correctly, 100% of the time, with an average gain of 15%. And finally, we're entering the most seasonally bullish time of the year. Since 1928, more than 90% of all market gains have occurred from mid-October to May. And one final point here, uh, before I get into today's market action, uh, something funny that I just, just happened over the last week here. For anyone who follows Jim Cramer out there, who, I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a fan. The guy is a walking encyclopedia of stock market knowledge, and it's fascinating to hear the way his mind works. But he may not be the, me- the best market predictor. Uh, and I gotta tell you this story now Because it just happened I got a call from Kip last week And we were talking the market As we usually are uh, most days Just as all the time Because we love it um, But he stops and says Can you believe what, what Jim Cramer is saying right now on his show And it was something along the lines of Oh this market just sucks it's, This market stinks It's no fun And calling for the beginning of a bear market Kip said right then We need to be buying more And that and there was when he said that we might have just seen a bottom. Since that call, Kramer's bear market talks, the Dow has rallied now more than 1,500 points. So (laughs) I mentioned this story for two reasons. One, even the smartest of analysts get it wrong. I read a stat uh, that something like 90% of fund managers fail to beat the market. Um, However, the second uh, reason here, though, is... Our discipline to the VRA system, there are many times in the last month with all of our indexes below their 200-day moving averages and just overall selling pressure of the market that we could have switched to being bearish, and we may have even wanted to at times. But the VRA investing system never told us to make that turn. Instead, it told us to hold our ground. At one point, we did drop to 7 out of 12 screens being bullish as the market all fell below below their 200-day moving average, but... The fundamentals, which makes up 70% of our system, never turn negative. This kept us in the markets, kept us aggressively buying. As we uh, got into today's trading and at the end here, we are now at 9 out of 12 screens being bullish, and that could quickly become 10. Um, But I want to make sure that y'all keep the following in mind. Don't let strangers talk you out of buying U.S. stocks. Right now, again, we see the Dow Jones is headed to 40,000 by the end of 2020, and that being said, I'll, uh, I'll get off my uh, podium now and we can talk about today's markets. Uh, so strong day in the markets today. Big rally uh, from the open. Didn't quite uh, hold those highs of the day, but still all around all of our markets finished higher today, uh, above a percent higher. So the Dow up 1.13% on the day or 287 points to 25,826 the NASDAQ up 1.51% on the day, or 110 points to 7,441. The S&P 500 finishing up 1.9 1.09% on the day to 2,790. And lastly, the Russell 2000 finishing up 1.02% on the day, or 15 points, to close at 1,548. And while that one, the Russell 2000 has some work to do to get back to its uh, 200-day moving average, the Dow Jones is now above that point. Uh, the NASDAQ is just off of that, uh, roughly 80 points here or so, uh, and the S&P 500 is now above its 200-day moving average. So strong numbers there. Now it's good to have two out of four back above their 200-day, uh, and hopefully the others can gain that ground soon as well. Looking at the internals on the day, we had a bit of a mixed bag. Advance declines coming in great uh, with roughly 3-1 to one advances to decliners. However, new highs and lows continues to be our laggard. Uh, while it started the day positive, and what feels like the first time in a very long time, it was great to send Kip a message this morning, and this feels, this feels pretty good, huh? But we ended up closing down on the day with 239 new highs to 318 new lows. However, it's nice to, to note here that the percentage of S&P 500 new highs to new lows just hit its highest level since October 1st. Remember, October 2nd was Jay Powell's now infamous speech that sent the markets into a panic. Uh, Lastly, up down volume coming in positive, uh, nearly 3 to 1 on the day. Looking at our commodities on the day, uh, we saw some good action in precious metals gold up 0.82% on the day to 1,236. Silver up a big 1.67% on the day to 1,445. And lastly, copper with a slow day up 0.09% right now to $2.79. However, our biggest moving commodity on the day uh, that we report on here was oil, up now a big 4.3% on the day uh, so far, after expectations that major producers led by Saudi Arabia and Russia will agree um, in some form of production cutting uh, at the next OPEC meeting in Vienna, which is later this week, oil now back up to 53.12 a barrel. Um, Lastly, for the day, almost all of our sectors had strong days. 10 out of 11 were positive. Uh, Consumer staples was our laggard falling behind a little bit on the day. However, energy and technology helped move us higher. Um, And also, great to see real estate closing positive on the day after falling behind early in the session. Uh, However, as we continue to see this market heading higher... We expect to see a global, uh, global expansion here, which will encompass housing as well. Housing will, will, continue, will begin to move higher after uh, some recent pressure here. But uh, overall, good things looking up here. And, folks, that is all that I have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox. You can sign up today at vrainsider.com slash podcast. Thanks again. Until next time, have a great rest of your day. Oh, and a short week this week, too. Uh, We will take Wednesday uh, off of trading uh, in remembrance of George Bush Sr. Uh, Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.